The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Hello, church. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. This is Jim Moore. I am one of your co-hosts. I am with the R3 Collaborative. Uh, bringing recovery to folks coming out of addiction, re-entry to folks coming out of incarceration, and the third R, renewal in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that leads me right to my pastor, Dwight Anderson, with Prison Mission Association. So how are you doing, Pastor? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited about the show today. Yeah, me too. And um, I'm speaking this Sunday, <clears throat> excuse me, and I'm one of my texts is Psalm 107. And I'd like to just read a couple of verses on oh, there. It says, Psalm 107, verse 1 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let mm. the redeemed of the Lord say so, those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. And then in verse 8, it says, Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Some sat in darkness and the deepest gloom, prisoners suffering in iron chains. For they had rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. So he subjected them to bitter labor, and they stumbled, and there was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of the darkness and the deepest gloom and broke away their chains. So that's what we're talking about today, is that deliverance and recovery from the the chains of of addictions or imprisonment or whatever people are struggling with. And so that's the exciting thing that we do. And we talk about prison transformation. Yes. And we we were always stressing, though, there's concrete prisons, right, Pastor? Amen. And and God bless you for spending a lot of time there and reaching those people. My background was with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Mm -hmm. In my own experience, was the prison of addiction. Right. which is as cold, as isolated, and as lonely. So th- th- those are the folks we're reaching out to, and, and mostly pastor and, and fellow Christians listening in, yes. we're reaching out to you. The Salem Media Group has given us this show so that we may reach the body of Christ mm-hmm. with, and trying to engage you and support you in, right. in how you can participate right. in, in lost lives finding themselves. And, and we're just especially excited about the show today. I've been yeah. looking forward to it for quite a while. We're, we're talking about something that, a gift that we can bring to your church that keeps on giving, because you can give it to other people. And some of you have probably heard about it. It's Celebrate Recovery. Mm-hmm. This has been a game changer for decades now in the field of recovery, because it is a recovery support group using the 12 steps, which you've all heard about with Alcoholics Anonymous, but clearly defining defining the higher power is Jesus Christ Christ. and and boldly yet graciously doing that so a dear friend of mine is joining us and I say a friend because we're on a common mission we have gone to churches together to help them get started with celebrate recovery and he is a state representative Hmm. for celebrate recovery and his name is Eric Bates and so just God bless you my brother thank you for joining us and welcome welcome well, thank you, Jim. It's quite an honor and a privilege to be here. And thank you, Dwight, uh, for this opportunity to share about Celebrate Recovery and, and what I've seen it do in so many lives. 
Yeah, and uh, Eric just does such great work. So, Pastor, this is, I'm talking to the pastors out there listening, this is the fellow, and we'll all help, who could help you get more information. But we can give you a lot of information today. And Mm -hmm. Eric's uh, just done such great preparation work. And so he was actually, before the show, we are talking, and he said a couple things. I I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So kind of help the audience the way you help me, Eric. Uh, Give us a little bit about kind of a background and a history for Celebrate Recovery, because even if folks have been going, they may not know where it came from and how it all started. So where did this thing start, Eric? Sure. Uh, It actually started out in California with uh, John and Cheryl Baker, and that was back in 1991. Uh, John had had gone to AA, and he got recovery from his, his alcohol issues, and um, what he found there was that he really couldn't acknowledge Jesus Christ as his higher power. In uh, the AA group in itself, in the AA it was a little itself. awkward. It, it, he got some ridicule. He got some pushback from that. Yeah. And um, and so at the church at Saddleback, they decided to start a Celebrate Recovery meeting, which okay. is based on the 12 steps, but also eight principles uh, of Jesus Christ. And that started in November 21st, 1991, and 43 wow. people were at the first meeting. But now it's grown to over 70 countries and over 35,000 churches See, that took my breath away when you told me that. 35,000 churches. And a number of churches in Minnesota, uh, 50, 60 or more? There's close to 50 in the the Minnesota. In the Minnesota area. area. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And so that's kind of a little backdrop of, of the history. And then, of course, you have a little history yourself, as do I, as do all of We're all recovering from something, mm-hmm. right, Pastor Dwight? That's right. And so, right. But it, you're going to find, folks, Celebrate Recovery is especially designed for all of us. So could you let us get to know you a little bit, Eric? Uh, your faith journey, how the Lord led you to Celebrate Recovery and to the role you're playing today? Sure. Uh, I grew up as a Christian, and, uh, okay. and so I, I came to know Jesus Christ as a, a young boy. But you know, once I got married back in um, you know, 1989, kind of fell away from that, and it, it wasn't a priority anymore. Life came in. And life came in. Yeah. We got busy, had kids, and um, you know, just you know, doing life. Uh, but then in 2011, in January, uh, my wife said our marriage of 22 years was over. Mm. And that was just a, a pain that I couldn't even imagine. It led to a depression and um, just all kinds of anger and resentments. And uh, mm-hmm. I turned to my comfort was alcohol, tobacco, and pornography. And uh, I, I never imagined going to a 12-step group. Uh, that just didn't fit my profile, my stereotype of what I thought 12-step groups were were about. Um, you didn't really uh, identify yourself in, as an alcoholic or addiction, but you did want support. Uh, yeah, I needed support. My, my life was falling apart, and mm-hmm. I came across Life's Healing Choices book, and that book outlined the eight principles of Celebrate Recovery, which is based on the Beatitudes of Jesus Christ. Mm. And so those eight principles tie into the 12 steps that most people are familiar with in AA or the other 12 steps programs, but um, they define the higher power as Jesus Christ, and that's who we can find healing in. And, and when I read the, the book and read the testimonies in there, I found and saw the healing that they got you know, from those stories, and I realized that I could have that. I could get back to a right relationship with Jesus Christ and find that peace and that joy that I once had, uh, even going through uh, the most difficult time in my life. And so this is, I, I, there's just wonderful material involved with Celebrate Recovery and books as, and course material, and that's one of them? 
Is that, is that right, Eric? One of the books, the Celebrate Recovery book? So it's kind of it introduced you? It, it's I call it the introduction to Celebrate Recovery okay. because it, it really does lay out the eight principles in easy-to-read fashion. And there's also a, a DVD study that churches have used to hmm. introduce that to their congregation what's, and to their people. What's the name of the book again? Uh, Life's Healing Choices okay. by John Baker. And so let's mention it a couple of times, the website, because that's the best way we found to help people connect with resources, because I assume people can check out or at least identify books and resources. And what is the website where people could go for information on Celebrate Recovery? They can go to CelebrateRecovery.com. That's pretty easy. All Very right. easy. I like it. Thank you, Father, for <laughs> keeping things simple. Uh, they can also go to pastors.com. Uh, pastors there, there's a, a tab on there that's specific to Celebrate Recovery, and there's all kinds of resources. Excellent. That they can tap so let's into. keep, we'll, we'll land on that at the end of the show, too, because we want people to kind of connect. So, so wonderful. So, uh, so that was your story, kind of led into it. I, mm-hmm. One thing in particular you said, which always comes to mind for me with, um, celebrate recovery is again not just alcohol and and drugs, but there's the three H's of celebrate recovery, mm-hmm. which can include most of all of us. Could you introduce that, and we'll, then we'll talk about uh, how that plays out in the celebrate recovery meetings. Sure, uh, we call it the hurts, habits, and hangups of life. And most of us have something something going on. Uh, I've found. Yes, it's pretty common that we all have something uh, like that that we can yeah. identify with. And it can be uh, a hurt from the past, a hurt from the present that we're going through right now. Uh, it can be a habit that um, you know we can't necessarily control. It doesn't have to be an addiction, but it can be something that we turn to for comfort besides Jesus Christ. And then there's um, you know just hang-ups, uh, you know, anxieties or... Normal day-to-day uh, things, but sometimes mm-hmm. they can get out of hand. And we really need... We need not only him, but also a group of, of fellow Christians or fellow people to help support us. Too, so it really is it for everyone, us. not just addicts, is what you're saying. You're a- absolutely. Yeah. In fact, um, it's about one out of four people actually go to Celebrate Recovery for uh, what we would consider you know, a, a chemical addiction, um, okay. you know, like alcohol or drugs. The, the other 75% go for other issues, whether it could be you know, anger and control issues or co- codependency or mm-hmm. um, overspending, you know, too much shopping, yeah. too much gambling. See, it's just uh, welcome board. And I've been to a lot of the Celebrate Recovery groups and always amazed in the small groups, just the diverse group that's there. Because my background is, it was uh, an addiction, which is what shattered my life. But I found, we were sharing about this earlier, there was someone who had lost his wife and someone mm. else who's struggling with gambling and someone else mm. who just, life hasn't quite been working. And, right. and not, uh, not severe, critical, life-threatening, but certainly life-frustrating experiences. And this was a place to heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and that's what we can find in Celebrate Recovery, yeah. to find that healing. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio. Pastor Dwight yeah. is always so good at yeah. this, but I, I'm Go trying ahead. to be Go responsible ahead. too. But Prison Transformation Radio, and if you, we have Eric Bates with Celebrate Recovery. And we're talking about that today. If you've missed any part of the show, you can go to am980themission.com and click on Prison Transformation Radio, and you can listen to the whole story as well as podcasts of all of our other shows. One thing I love about radio, I heard someone describe it as theater of the mind. 
And even after all these years, radio is still a, a thing. Mm-hmm. So help us take a little journey in our mind. What does it look like, Eric? If, if Let's imagine someone's going to a church and they're going to a celebrate recovery. Tell us what that might look like and how that might play out as a guest in the celebrate recovery over an evening. Sure. Uh, there's a you know certain DNA in a format that's followed on on every night. Uh, there might be structure. A certain Perfect. structure. Uh, there are some differences. Um, some groups they'll have a dinner before the meeting. Some don't. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the number of volunteers and the capacity your church has for that. Uh, but they all start with worship, uh, and it can be a, you know a a set of three songs, either with a worship team that's a full band, or it could be YouTube videos or DVD uh, videos just to get that that worship aspect of, of the night going Perfect. where we can set aside what's happened during the day take and then breath, take a deep breath, in. relax, right. and then just prepare ourselves and our hearts for um, you know the message and how the Spirit's going to work in our lives. Right. So we need that worship time to focus our hearts on, on Jesus. After that, there'll be some brief announcements, um, you know, a reading of the steps or the principles, you know, things like that. And then there's a lesson or a testimony. There's 25 lessons throughout the curriculum of Celebrate Recovery, and then we alternate that. So one week uh, you would have a lesson, and then the next week there would be a testimony. Okay. And that's about 15, 20 minutes? About about 20, 25 minutes or or so. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. But that, that's so everyone's there. And there may be five or 10 people, or there may be 100 to 150 people, depending on the church. Or? I, I've been to groups where there's been a half a dozen people, and I've been to groups where there's been a, a hundred and, yeah. and some people. Most that I've been to are pretty intimate, although some of them are larger as well, which is it's just wonderful. But because of the small group part, it doesn't matter how many people right, are there, right. it's intimate. Right. And, and tell us about that, because after the testimony or the teaching, then they go into these small groups, which is to me the profoundest thing in, in a recovery group. What does that look like? Yeah, that, that's an important aspect of the night. So after the teaching or the testimony, we break up into small groups, and they're gender-specific. So okay. the men stay with the men and the women with women. And for us, that's important because there's certain issues that, as a guy, I'm not going to talk about in mm-hmm. front of yeah. a lady right. and, and right. vice versa. And it's just, um, you know, there's some boundaries that should not be crossed. And the different groups, you know, they can be like an addictions group or they can be a life issues group where in the life issues group you're dealing with, um, you know, like the anxiety or depression or codependency, you know, kind of more emotional issues like that. Or, you know, the addictions group that could be the alcohol, the drugs, or we can even break it down further where it can be a a purity group where uh, men or women that are struggling with, um, you know, pornography or uh, sexual addiction, something like that. You know, depending on the the leaders and the people that you have, the, the number of groups that it can break down to uh, hmm. is, is okay. pretty open. Wow. That's good. So um, if a pastor is listening or uh, some leaders from churches that are interested maybe in saying, hey, I'd love to have something like this at our church, what would be the next steps or how would they go about doing it and what, what does that look like? Well, uh, first step would be go to celebraterecovery.com. Okay. And there they can, depending on where they are in the, in the country, there's a, a find a state rep. Uh, in Minnesota, there's a couple of us right now, one in the northern half, uh, Ann Anderson, and then myself down here in the Twin Cities in southern Minnesota. Okay. Um, but, you know, in Wisconsin, the Dakotas, you, know, you just click that find a state rep, get in touch okay. with them, and then they can kind of send you an outline 
and steps that need to be taken. And then also on there, there's resources that are available. There's a, a startup kit that's available for wow. just $100 where you can get the basic leader's guide, you know, a Bible and a set of the participant guides. And so you can mm. just, you can get that. And from there, you can, it's a stepping stone and a building block. Uh, you can buy things a la carte as you need them. There's yeah. an advanced leadership guide that you can get after that, and there's other resources available. So there is a, it's a step-by-step process and structure, not too rigid. You can certainly add your unique qualities of your mm-hmm. church, but you don't have to reinvent the wheel. There, There's a working wheel, right, that you can go to and that you can work with and their materials. And progressively you can build on it over time, but for a few hundred dollars investment, a church can have, can get started. Is Abs- that right? Absolutely. Wonderful. And mm-hmm. and they can also have access to training. Yes, there's training that's throughout the country. Uh, there's training seminars on Saturdays throughout the country, and you just have oh, to wonderful. click on the events and training tab. Uh, but also we have summits uh, in July. There's one in the east. Uh, right mm-hmm. now there's one going on in Tennessee right now. It's a three-day summit. There's over 2,500 people there that are gathered, and they're mm-hmm. learning how to lead this ministry, how to start this ministry. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's a, a lot of workshops there, invaluable tool uh, to connect with. Uh, in August, there's one in California at Saddleback, uh, which was the first one I went to back in 2013. And for me, that was just an, an eye-opener because I had this vision of, of recovery or Celebrate Recovery just being a small church meeting of you know, 20, 25 people or so. I had no idea that there were thousands of people yeah. across the country. And, and across, across denominations, the, Across right? denominations, wow. social, economic barriers, and just... Oh, wow. It, it's everywhere. It's in every state throughout the country, and then it's also um, across the globe too. Wow. And you have them in prisons too. The uh, yes, in prisons, in prisons uh, here, well. uh, Salvation Army. They take the curriculum into the prisons. Uh, out in California, it's it's been instrumental in a lot of the reform that's being done out there in Nevada, um, Oklahoma. A lot of the western states wow. actually use it pretty predominantly. Mm. Well, that's, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, if you just tuned you? in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ. And we're talking with Eric Bates, who's our Minnesota state rep for Celebrate Recovery. Now, Eric, we love hearing stories oh, of changed lives you. and th- testimonials. So I think you said you had a story or two you might want to share with us. We'd love to have that and hear how God's been working. Sure. Uh, a couple of people or a couple of stories that come to mind. Um, and let me back up just a, a little bit. You know, the, the who we're seeking to help are, oh, thank you. You know, giving men and women the tools to resolve relationship issues, mm-hmm. and we see that as three relationships. Number one, with God, you have to get that relationship right. Right. Number two, the relationship with yourself, and then number three, your relationship with others. If you get those three right in that order, generations can be transformed. And, Amen. you know, I, I call it the power of one multiplied by God's grace. And that's what Amen. I've seen through Celebrate Recovery. So w- with that, I'll tell you, there was a, a couple, eight years, about eight years ago, they came to CR and the husband came simply to support his wife who is struggling with alcohol. Uh, he just came there to be the good husband mm-hmm. and, and, and be the support. He identified that he actually had, you know, anger and c- control issues and their two young boys were being raised in an environment that was, was chaotic uh, at best. And 
all four of them have found healing through Celebrate Recovery. The mom and the dad, they found healing. They got free from those chains and you know what was holding them back. And now they're serving in the church, and they're impacting hundreds of other families through their journey. And it's been exciting to see that happen and just see how that, that family has been transformed from the mom and dad to their kids and eventually to their grandkids and, and beyond. But not only just them, mm-hmm. but the families throughout the community. Right. They're, right. they're touching yep. because they were both willing to admit they had a need. They became vulnerable and humble to what CR had to offer through the church and through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, another quick example is, uh, again, a few years ago, a couple came to CR because their daughter was facing drug addiction. They had no idea how to cope with that, how to deal with that. Uh, what they realized is that they had codependency and control issues, and you know they were trying to fix her, but we can't fix other people. We can only take care of ourselves. And so they went through the steps and the principles of Celebrate Recovery, and now they've become leaders. And not only are they leaders, but they're leading a group in New Brighton, and they're serving the community and just impacting countless mm. people. Praise and it's just, praise, it, praise it's, Lord, and that's just a couple examples I, I could go on probably there's for a, a couple there's hours. There's a saying in addiction that I encountered at Minnesota Dalton Teen Challenge. The tragedy is hurt people hurt people. You know, because trauma and all of those Mm -hmm. deep, deep wounds that lead people into addiction and crisis. But there's also true that healed people heal people. That's true. People that have been helped help other people. And so Mm -hmm. that to me is is the wonder of the transformation, as you said. It's not just for the individual, but for their family, for generations um, before them, as well as they just become a transformational part of the community. Yep, absolutely. And in fact, that last couple, um, their daughter is now celebrating an addiction-free life. Oh, mm. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Gosh, so uh, so we, so we, let's say, again, I'm a pastor, or I'm someone in my church wanting to talk to my pastor, and so I go to CelebrateRecovery.com. I can get some information. I can, um, again, introduce it to my pastor or whoever an appropriate person in my church might be. And by the way, on our next program, we're going to have Michelle from Lord of Life Church mm-hmm. talking about what's been happening in Lord of Life Church in Maple Grove and over the years, how they got started, how it's played out in a, in a particular church. But there also seems to be a lot of camaraderie between Celebrate Recoveries that they, you're not doing it alone as a church, right? This body of 50 to 60 other Celebrate Recoveries mm-hmm. in the state will come along beside you. And, and I was just thinking when you were talking earlier, God's, God so loved Jesus, so loved Minnesota, he gave us Eric Bates. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I, just a devoted person. And Eric's part of the package, and so are we. Yeah. You know, we will come to your church. We will, if I can, Eric, I, I'd like to help. We've done that with a few churches. And we'll get R3 Collaborative to promote your Celebrate Recovery. And, yeah, and we've do got those the R3 too. meeting coming up here. We do. On August, was yeah. it 16th? If you're listening in August, some of you are listening in a podcast months and months from now, but August 16th, yes. we're actually opening R3 to the public. And we have offices in Richfield. Uh, those are the R3 Collaborative offices at Transform Minnesota. And all the information is at r3collaborative.org. So it's 11 a.m. 11 a.m. till noon. It's presentation talking about R3, 
how people can engage in the collaboratives, and then we'll bring in some Subway or pizzas, and we network and celebrate free, free for Filter One. Yep. Yeah, free lunch. And then just quick announcement before before Eric prays us out, but we're going to be live at the fair. That's, That's what we right. started a year ago. Yeah, you're right. And we have one guest That's on the good. 25th, Holly Wickland, who's the Minnesota Field Director for Prison Fellowship. Mm. She's going to be talking about Angel Tree Ministry. That's awesome. Because, folks, even though it's August, Christmas is coming. Yep. And now's the time for churches fair. and families. Yep. So live at the fair, August 25th. But we'll keep you posted. And that's what our three collaborative is for, is to give you a schedule and those events. So we that's do great. like to have our guest pray us out. Yes. Would you... Uh, Please give us a word, Eric, and then we'll turn it back to Jesus. Sure, thank you. Uh, Father God, we thank you for being a God of compassion, healing, and mercy. And you have plans and a purpose for each of us. I pray your continued anointing and blessing upon Jim and Dwight and the team at Prison Transformation Radio and the R3 Collaborative. And may you use them mightily to join your mission as you come to seek and save the lost and heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. Mm. For it's by your stripes we are made whole. And we commit our days and our plans to you in your precious name. Amen. Amen.